What's up, HealthSource? This is Dr. Brady Schuyler with another episode of the HealthSource podcast, Learning From Our Own, where we hear HealthSource best practices and experience sharing from our doctors for our doctors. Hey, HealthSource. Dr. Brady Schuyler again with another episode of our HealthSource podcast, Learning From Our Own. We have a guest with us today up in the Minneapolis area, Dr. Andrew Kruger from Health Source of Shoreview. So thank you, Dr. Kruger, for coming in and uh, and sharing and some time with us today. It's I'm going to start pleasure. off Thanks right away. Me. Yeah, no, it's, it's awesome. Um, we just spent a little bit of time catching up because I haven't seen you in a while. I mean, since we, you know, kind of on, on lockdown and not being able to go to these uh, events and, you know, having some of our, our you know, get together, it's kind of tough. So it's, it's nice catching up. But, you know, tell us a little bit, something I don't know about you. And a lot of times when we talk to our listeners, any background, anything that's relevant, something you'd like to share with the uh, other docs and team members listening about how you got started in either chiropractic health source or, you know, some type of a background story? Yeah, um, you know, back in high school, I didn't know exactly what I wanted to do. Um, I was thinking healthcare of some kind. My mom's a nurse, so I grew up in a healthcare type of environment. And uh, back when my sister was young, I was probably 17. She was 16. She got in a car accident, and uh, I had to drive her to her chiropractic appointments. Uh, so I would sit in the waiting room, uh, sometimes go back and observe kind of the process. And um, just found uh, it very intriguing, and I found uh, you know uh, attracted me to the chiropractic profession, um, and I saw a, a big need for you know physical type of medicine. So um, went and shadowed that chiropractor a few times, and actually wound up getting a job there uh, right when I graduated from high school. So uh, kind of pushed me towards the direction of pursuing an undergraduate, you know, uh, a degree, uh, you know, going toward, towards chiropractic. And I kind of worked through uh, my undergrad at the chiropractic office um, and saw just amazing results with patients and uh, learned from some of, you know, the, the great minds in chiropractic and, and just started to explore, um, you know, the profession more and more until I got into chiro- chiropractic school. Um, in chiro school, I did my T10 internship with Dr. Uh, Dylan Remick up in Baxter, Minnesota, which was a fantastic mm-hmm. experience. Um, uh, learned, uh, you know, a lot about work ethic and learned a lot about external marketing. Um, you know, he was kind of in the middle of, I think he was five years in at that point. So mm-hmm. just learned kind of the process of, you know, starting a practice and, and, and growing it over the course of, uh, you know, a period of time. And uh, I was very grateful for that, but then moved back to the Twin Cities had an associate job at a clinic for a while and um, and then basically bought the clinic I'm in now from the Jepson. So uh, it's been about three years now that I've been here and uh, you know, the clinic continues to grow. Obviously we had a little lag in 2020, but uh, we're on, on par for uh, projecting forward into a good uh, year to come. That's awesome. I, I, I didn't know that that was the, I knew that the Jepsons had had another clinic. I didn't know that that was the one that you took over. Yep. Yeah. Fortunately, cool. it, was, uh, it was right in my backyard. It was about five minutes from my house. So I was out looking for pra- looking for clinics to potentially buy and came across HealthSource. And I'm just like, that's the one right there, you know, because uh, that's just a win-win all around. It's like it was destined for you. Um, so 
tell me, I, I, you know, one of the things that we've always found with, with the successful offices is that doctors are pretty confident in what they do. They, they are, are confident about who they are, about the types of conditions that they're best at treating. And, and that type of confidence, you know, comes out in your community. So what is it about you that has allowed you to, to be successful and, you know, and, and kind of, you know, dominate your marketplace? There's a lot of chiropractors around your area. So it's not like there's, there's a, you know, not competition. So what is it that you go out and talk about yourself and your, your clinic specifically that makes you um, stand out why people should come to see you? I think just like any other health service office, the big thing that sets us apart is that we, you know, do some type of soft tissue work at our office, whether that's, um, you know, progressive rehab when it comes to you know, therapeutic exercises or if that's a manual therapy type of uh, approach. Um, but the mm-hmm. clinic I work, worked at uh, back after high school was a big soft tissue clinic, a lot of ART, mm-hmm. a lot of Graston, uh, a lot of, they had massage therapists. Um, so uh, I would say one thing that we implement a lot at our office is that manual therapy. Um, people want that. I, I see that from the community. Uh, we don't offer massage therapy, but people want some type of soft tissue work implemented mm-hmm. with their treatment, you know, whether that's, like I said, Graston, some ART, some type of stretching, um, but they like that passive type of, 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 mm-hmm. of, uh, of treatment. And so I think that's a big thing that sets us apart because if we're out doing a stress break or we're doing a talk, um, it's one thing that kind of attracts people towards their office because they're not just in and, you know, getting cracked and leaving right away. You know, they're, they're actually mm-hmm. getting thorough treatment where, uh, you know, they're going to feel a lot better physically right off the bat. So, um, right. I, yeah, I think that's, uh, yeah, I, I've always liked that aspect of it. I'm a big movement guy. And so you do see a lot of movement dysfunctions and tightness and protectionism and things like that, that create restricted motion. So, you know, soft tissue uh, restrictions need to be addressed and having all of those different tools in your, in your back pocket to do that is awesome. And then you, you know, again, with the health source system, you can back that up with addressing the instabilities and identifying the weaknesses that might be a, you know, one of the original causes of that protective tightness um, so you, you do have a lot of those. And that's what I, I really like about this system specifically is that it does just by following the basic systems, you do get a very well-rounded type of, of um, uh, care plan that most people, most chiropractors just don't have. Okay. So tell me, um, you know, you've been in now for in HealthSource for four years, five years. How long have you had your clinic? Uh, this will be uh, coming up on year four in March. So. Okay. Uh, in the end of year three now. Okay. So in that time, you've had some pretty good success. You've been a pretty good systems follower. You're always looking for ways that you can, you know, try to, I don't want to say conform to the model because that's not really what it's about, but finding ways to stay improving and comparing yourself against some of your peers. You're, you, you play in a lot of those bigger offices and around your area, but we're all still, uh, subject to not doing certain things we know we're supposed to. What's been one of those monkeys on your back that you just haven't quite shaken and, and, uh, and, and embraced or been hesitant to roll out? Yeah, I would say the big one for me, um, and I wouldn't say it's a system thing, it's more of a personal thing. It's, 
it's probably trying to crush my student loans. You know, honestly, is that's the big monkey on my back. Um, I've always had a goal of getting rid of those student loans. I just don't know what approach. I can't decide on the approach that I want to take to do it, <laughs> whether that's mm-hmm. chunk them away, Dave Ramsey type of approach, or is it uh, like dry them out over the 20 year kind of thing. So I'm, 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 that's, you know, I think drying them out is not a good option for me because in the back of my mind, they're always sitting there and I don't want the next 20 years mm-hmm. of my life to, you know, that, that affecting me. So I would say that's a big one for me is just uh, crushing that student loan debt and uh, uh, getting that mental block out of the way. Yeah, it is. I mean, even though sometimes sitting with a financial manager and trying to figure out, you know, this is my excess, this is my investment money, you know, what's the best way to spend it, depending on where you are and what you and how your loans are structured and stuff like that. It may or may not be the best choice to knock them all out. If you can get some upside, you're young, you might be able to do some aggressive, you know, investing that might it's all different from person to person, but there is that peace of mind factor. You're not kidding that when you write that last check and, you know, kiss that goodbye, it's like, Oh gosh. Yeah. yeah. No, com- completely get it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, that's that's kind of where I get stuck. And I, I try to pick as many uh, people in the mastermind's brain on what they're doing, you know, because obviously, uh, you know, you can, you can take a little bit from each person and try to implement it in a way that fits for your, your, uh, your situation, you know? Yeah, no, absolutely. And it's, and it is very personal. Sometimes what works for one person, what's best, you know, even though financially it might make better sense, there is that psychological, emotional component to it that might still be in your best interest personally, just to knock them out as quick as possible. But anyway, um, so tell me, in this last several years that you've been in practice, what's something that you have been able to do or one thing that you've always found success with marketing wise, whether it's something internal, whether it's external, whether it's something, you know, digital, uh, word of mouth, whatever, what's something that you found some success that you think you might want to share with other uh, health source offices? You, you know, the last three years has been kind of a, um, more of like a, experimenting I guess to see what is working you know when we first started out it was the typical pounding the pavement low cost no cost I would do 100 door-to-doors a day I would be out doing chair massages biz to biz uh, gym marketing um, talks those kinds of things you know anything I could do to get Mm -hmm. somebody to walk walk through the door I guess but now obviously we don't have that available so we're, we're we're experimenting but I would say Patient referrals is a big one for us. You know, I would say we get a good 10, 10 to 12, you know, patient referrals a month. And then, you know, we get some passive stuff. And so now we're trying to, you know, uh, improve the exterior of our clinic with some uh, window clings and some signs. You know, I look back at my sign. We put a new sign up, you know, about two years ago and, you know, paid $5,000 for it. And I think, I look at the return on investment. We think we've made over 30000 on that one sign. People just driving by us seeing wow. it, which is great, you know. Yeah. Um, now we're looking at, you know, like, you know, the window clings, I think, you know, spending $2,000 on those is going to be a huge return on investment, just drawing more eyes towards our, our practice. Um, now we're starting to hit some, uh, some every door direct mails, uh, you're going to get uh, consistency with those, you know, every single week, every single quarter, sending out 5,000 of those. Um, the SEO basically uh, bumping that up to a thousand Facebook ads haven't worked for us, um, but we're mm-hmm. you know, experimenting with that a little bit more. 
Um, and then doing quarterly referral contests just to continue stimulating good referrals in our office. Yeah, I think that's, you know, and you, you have a variety of different things going. And like you said, three years, it, you're still in that aggressive pounding the payment. Unfortunately, this year kind of slammed that door in your face, forcing you to diversify a little bit more. But we always have to be hitting the three different buckets and finding ways. We have the internal stuff, the trying to the quarterly campaigns, the asking for referrals, the, the things that you can do into your current base, your external stuff whether it's active or passive external, um, but the digital stuff is really, you know, making your own videos and doing some of that stuff. That's not easy for a lot of people, but the digital trying to increase your value in the, in the, in the, uh, uh, what do you call it? Network type places, whether it's Facebook, um, uh, Instagram, any of those things, it's just, you gotta be doing it. I think the, the triple approach you always have to have multiple different things going on. And it does take some time to figure that out. And unfortunately, it still changes, right? The, you know, what print ad used to be the big thing. And then some places, then it went to, you know, starting to get some internet stuff. And then it was, you know, still community outreach. But, you know, you, you just have to try different things and be open to it. But yep. no, that's awesome. Last question. I like to always ask people something, you know, that you might share that, you find is motivating for yourself. What keeps you moving and, and pushes you? You know, you're still pretty young. You're still new in the profession. So it's not like you're a 25-year veteran still trying to ignite your flame. But nonetheless, it's still tough, especially this year. It's been a challenging year. So what do you do to keep yourself motivated and, and, and going and inspired? I would say one of them is just yeah, being surrounded by, um, you know, people that are like-minded and keeping that, uh, you know, mastermind group close when needed. Um, yeah. And they're always needed, obviously. Um, I would say loading the mind with some success material on a regular basis or some motivational material, whether that's through a podcast, uh, reading books, um, you know, try to do something daily on that uh, that, you know, uh, realm. Um, so a couple of podcasts, one called the morning mindset that I like, um, Cairo hustle is mm -hmm. a good one just to get on some chiropractic, uh, philosophy there. Um, exercise is obviously a big thing, 30 to 60 minutes a day, just to keep those endorphins high and keep the energy levels at, at a good, um, uh, in, in a good place. And then also, uh, you know, Another big one for me is just decluttering regularly, you know, walking around the office and throwing away crap you don't need because uh, yeah. I heard from somebody is, you know, the more you accumulate, um, they're like barnacles on a ship, they tend to slow you down mentally. And so uh, cleaning that out once in a while keeps my mind fresh and uh, helps to um, slow down or at least eliminate the, the slowdown in my mind, I guess. So those are the big things that kind of just keep me going regularly but obviously just like anyone else it's you know family and and you know friends and you know uh having a good lifestyle you know yeah what was the you said the one podcast was the morning morning uh, uh it's called the morning mindset morning mindset who yeah. does that one um i can take a look real quick it's a it's it's a christian right it's a christian one um it is. No, I just like to have, I, I like to hear different things because sometimes I have a variety of different people that I follow and listen to, but, you know, sometimes you're just in a mood for something and not for something else. And, and uh, so I always try to have some different ones. And so I just thought if you had the, uh, the author or the, 
the provider of that podcast? Yeah, his name is Kerry Green. Okay. Yeah, and it's basically Christian daily devotional. Uh, he's got it's about it's a, it's a short one, you know, but it's a good way to kind of sure. get on a, get your mind right in the morning. It's probably what anywhere from five to ten minutes long, and then you can switch to whatever cool. other material you like to listen to after that, you know. Awesome. Well, hey, I just want to say thank you for taking the time to come out and and join us virtually and uh, and be a guest on the podcast. It's uh, it's always awesome to reconnect. Like I said, it's been tough because we normally get to see and hang out during our our regionals or super camp and Cairo mm-hmm. cons and and it's just been a tough year so you know this gives us an opportunity to kind of you know at least still stay connected definitely no I, I appreciate you having me and uh, I look forward to seeing you in person again and everyone else too right. I think, uh, you know the next super camp will be uh, or the uh, Cairo con will be a good good time yeah hopefully all right thanks expert we'll talk to you soon yep thanks Thanks again for listening. If you want to be a guest on a future episode or would like to nominate another doctor to be a guest, please feel free to email me, Dr. Brady Schuyler, at bschuyler at healthsourcecairo.com.